This is a Global Tel Link prepaid call from Dick Masterson. What is the worth of a man's word? If a claim is to be made in the present that contradicts the past, should he be held accountable for it? I'm Sarah Koenig. On May 20th, 2014, Dick Masterson, co-host of the popular podcast The Biggest Problem in the Universe, brought in a problem that few could relate to. Guys asking other guys about their dogs. During the episode, he made the case that his handsome and brilliant co-host Maddox was being stupid on purpose. And I think you're being stupid on purpose. The reason? Well, it turns out that Dick would make a claim 10 months later, during a recording of episode 45 on March 24, 2015, that would be the beginning of what would undermine his argument from episode 1. But first, here's the original statement Dick made from the past. I think that what this is going to turn into is just straight guys hitting on straight guys all the time. I asked him what he really thought. There was only one person who could know what Dick was truly saying that day, and that's Dick Masterson from the future. I'm always flirting with everyone all the time. Hit on everybody just in case, even men. That's Pickup Artist 101. This sounds pretty damning, but could it be a mistake? Could there be something I overlooked? I listened to episode 45 again, and here's what I found. Even if it's a guy, you gotta be practice picking up guys. It seems that this is clearly a man conflicted with himself. Although, I'm not sure what new information can be gleaned from this investigation. One thing is clear. This is one man with two opinions. And we may never truly know what he thinks. This really is a case of Dick versus Dick. Thank you for listening. Serial is brought to you by MailChimp. MailChimp? 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 It sounds adorable when a child says it. MailSahimp? Oh, it's so hard to pronounce. MailChimp? Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. What's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back. Episode 46. Whoa. Here we go. Yeah. If we were a woman, we'd have um, a higher probability of getting eaten by a shark than getting married. This podcast. Is that? Is that I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you got no stats for us. <laughs> Not a single stats this time. Uh, Dick, we are really happy about... Uh, the way the bonus episode turned out this week. Yes. It was a really fun episode. So I just want to uh, tease this a little bit because way back when I brought in hippies as a problem. You remember that? Yep. Hippies. And for that episode, I talked specifically about one of my neighbors who's this obnoxious, belligerent, disgusting hippie. She's Mm -hmm. a disgusting human being. She sprayed water inside my car. You remember that, right? She's a violent lunatic. Violent lunatic. Well, uh, for this week's bonus episode, I brought in a recording of her yeah, accosting me in in uh, in the streets in the public. Um, it's a really fun episode, guys. Here, uh, here's just a little preview. I just want to play this. I-, I thought you were going the other way. I thought you lived over here. What are you going over here? Stop following me. Oh, you want some more? You <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do about that lady? Uh, you well, gotta provoke her into assaulting you so you, you can get her arrested. No, 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 Dick. Because she already has, and she hasn't been arrested. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a little preview. 
of uh, of the bonus episode. Which, uh, by the way, uh, thank you for supporting the show. We're able to to fund a lot of things like the transcribers. Uh, I gotta sh- I gotta give a shout out to Megan Panic. She's been doing transcriptions for these episodes for a long time, uh, along with Lori. And Megan recently uh, helped create the glossary for the show. So check it out. It's on the main page. If you go to the main page at thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com, click on glossary, and you can see a lot of common terms and references that we mentioned. So it's not just a, a big uh, circle jerk, this show, like a, of a bunch of inside jokes and references, which I hate uh, when podcasts do that. No, in fact, I saw someone commenting that uh, when Maddox makes a bags of sand comment, oh. it should be on there, and it should be on the bingo board as well. Who said that? That's just projection, though. That's not a real thing that happens. You Mark, think it's a bags of sand comment. Mark Roch, he's the one that said that. I don't know. You do make bags of sand comments. Says you don't you. think so? No. I don't know. I don't know that one. <laughs> See? That's when we talk about anything that has to do with sex, and Maddox is like, he's oh, had sex in the, the ocean, and you're like, how the hell yeah. did you have sex in the ocean? And he's like, well, just like wiggling around. And you're like, how the fuck does that work? No, 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 Sean. It's a reference to the movie The 40-Year-Old Virgin, right? Yeah. In The 40-Year-Old Virgin, uh, they go around the table while they're playing poker, and they're all talking about sex, and it comes to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell, yeah, and he's he's trying to describe what sex is like. He's trying to describe what breasts feel like. Right, what breasts feel like, and he's like, oh, you know, just like uh, bags of sand. <laughs> And that was the giveaway <laughs> that he'd never felt breast before because right. he was a virgin. Yeah. And so Dick is implying You're not that, a virgin. I'm not implying you're a virgin. Yeah. You're just saying I sound like one. You come across as weird <laughs> sometimes when you're talking about sex. Like even with the penis injuries problem in the last episode. I still don't know what specific penis injury you're talking about. Dick, are you kidding me? I specifically explained, I elaborated what I was talking about with the penis injury. Like a lever. All right, I don't know. Everybody, I don't want to. I don't want to go over. Yeah, it again. you don't want to point it, have it pointed down toward your feet. Is Sean what you're knows. talking about. But I was with Dick's injury. Yeah, that's, right that's, away. That's what I thought of at first. Yeah, you probably have Dick's injury. Um, <laughs> I gotta. I okay, Dick. Let's let's just get this out of the way at the top. Uh, the problem. The 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 problems last week. Top. Uh, you know what? They everybody liked the problems. They were yeah. all in positive territory, and they were all neck and neck. This yeah. is, I think that's the first true. time it's ever happened. Uh, yeah. Mars One barely edged out Utah, uh. and then penis injuries barely edged out loud talkers. Oh, by, really? Yeah, by just by a little bit. Hmm. So uh, that uh, that doesn't count as uh, whatever you consider a victory. So um, no what, need to what play do you any mean, songs. A sweep? No, it's not a sweep. Somebody somebody left a voicemail about that. As I look through all the biggest problems in the universe, and I keep my eye on all the problems that Dick brings in, I start to notice something, that Dick's kind of missing the fucking point of the podcast. (laughs) It's not the biggest problems to Dick. Yep. It's the biggest problems in the fucking universe. Uh Yeah, but we voted. Also, for the guy who called in from Florida, get raped. (laughs) Okay. I love how that's kind of like taken on in an official slogan for the the show based on that YouTube comment. The Mr. Burgers guy? Yeah, the Mr. Burgers get raped comment. Here's another one. Hey, Maddox, this is Chris from Bumfuck Nowhere, Pennsylvania. (laughs) I want to let you guys know I was pumped when I saw that Maddox's problems in episode 44 got the most upvotes. Yeah. Because that means I didn't have to listen to 30 seconds plus of bullshit from that cockwongler dick every time he (laughs) wins, quotation marks. Hey, dick. Maddox has told you at least 10 times it's not a fucking competition. You're so high on estrogen, you can't get that through your skull. All right. <laughs> Nobody wins. It's not a fucking game. 
Nobody with a penis longer than three centimeters wants to listen to Titanic. <laughs> you know who does lose? We do when you play that shit. <laughs> Fuck you, dick. <laughs> oh, man, I want to say that as my ringtone. No, you know what? I want to say that as my text message. <laughs> Fuck you, dick. <laughs> this is bullshit. Do you learn anything from that last phone call? I need to hear it again. Yeah. I'm <laughs> too dense. Fucking asshole. You see, he said you have no dick. You know what that means? If you don't have a dick longer than three centimeters, that's a clit. That is a clit by definition, dude. You got a clit. You got a giant p- pussy. A, a penis the size of a penis three centimeters long is not the definition of a clitoris. Look it up. Let's stop there. You know what? Put it in the glossary. A penis is, a, is anything smaller than three centimeters. That is a bags of sand comment. No. That is a bags of sand comment. You know the, the definition of a clitoris about. is a small penis. Not true. That's it. That's basically a same thing. I get it. You pee out of one, you pee out of the other. It's the same fucking... <laughs> Shout out on here. This fucking song. I'm sweating. I'm so mad. You know what, dude? You don't even have the vocabulary of a sex expert. That's what I am. That's why you don't understand. That's why it's so foreign to you, because it sounds like bags of sand. That's because I'm an expert. I just want to know how you hurt your penis. That's all. Like a fucking lever. Everybody knows. I don't have to... I'm not going to go... I just don't more. get it. I know, Dick. You don't get a lot. <sighs> All right. Fucking ape. Uh, Wait, I got I got some more comments. Uh, Brian yeah. Beckwith, he says he has a friend who moved to Utah a couple of years ago and got a job as a sex ed teacher at a public high school. She told me they required that she promote abstinence until marriage and wasn't allowed to go over any forms of birth control. Wow. That's, Wait, yeah, this again, was in Utah? Again, this is a public school, he says. Yeah, I went to a public school in Utah, though, and I went to a very conservative area of it, and I do believe they did teach us uh, uh, protection. Yeah, no, 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 we definitely did. I remember we had to make a poster about using uh, condom use in uh, junior high school. Oh. Yeah, and one of my, I remember one of the uh, jocks made his, uh, his slogan was, uh, cover the lump before you hump, which... <laughs> I thought was, yeah, that was pretty clever. Yeah. Pretty clever, but it's pretty common. I think he may have ripped it off, but uh, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen it since. I googled it the other day, and there was like millions of results. What um, was your slogan? Uh, something like. Uh, uh, you, it doesn't matter what I say because you're gonna make it sound like a bags of sand reference. I don't remember. It was something. Look, trust me. It sounded like it came from somebody who's very experienced. Before you pee, put a condom on your wee wee. Yeah, great. I think mine was just something that uh, is very practical, like unwrap it in the right direction so that uh, so that it works properly. So yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> it's like a PSA. Yeah, I care. That's what a sex expert does. Hmm. A sex expert. Hey, I'm Kirby Frog here, where <laughs> Dick should have sex with his man and finally get it over with and come out of the closet that he's a flaming homo. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good comment. It's okay to be gay according to Kermit T. Park here. Goodbye. Cool. Yeah. Um, Dick, I got a comment from Jamie Marquez. Sure. And I don't know if it's a guy or girl. He said, uh, I think both of Dick's problems this week are a subset of Maddox's problems of Utah. Penis injuries can be attributed to inexperienced anal sex practices, and the type of people who would fall for the Mars One scam are perfect candidates for the LDS. Go vote up Utah as the biggest problem. Yeah, couldn't agree more, Jamie. Hey, you know, speaking of our solutions episode, didn't you bring in rude people as a solution? Yeah, uh, and I specifically enumerated the types of rude people that are the, the solution, yes. Okay, because somebody said that talking too loud is a rude thing. Yeah, you would think. But look, man, it's not a look, I gave specific examples of rudeness. Okay. Not all rude behavior is good. All right. Some is good. Um 
Katie Diane says, Hey, Dick, I took the liberty of adding a man bun to Maddox. You were shitting on man buns because oh, yeah. you're jealous last yeah. episode. No, I was jealous. That? So she she put a man bun on you. Great, let's see this. What do you think? I think let's it looks pretty it. good. Yeah. And I'm looking at myself. It looks with, cool, I, right? I immediately pictured one of those samurai or like sumo uh, buns on my head. It actually does look pretty cool. Yeah, you look like Sabretooth. Yeah, but right? it, that's because I look like a samurai wearing that thing. That's why. Well, I don't cool. look like a hipster douchebag right. wearing Toms, which uh, of the two of us in this room, Dick, you're the only one who's ever worn Toms. Yeah. Well, I, uh, sorry, Sean, you're in this room too. Um, I've never worn Toms. I would never have no, those. I, I was implying that you were a third. <laughs> I said two of the two of us in this room. No. Well, my comment is a lead into my problem. Oh, well, no. Um, don't get excited. You've still got some watching of Titanic to I'm do. I'm not going to watch Titanic, yep. Dick. If you remember... We last left off where the Titanic crew had discovered something potentially very exciting under the sea. That's where we pick up. Was an end to this bit, I hope. No, they find that. No, they didn't find that. And it'd be so great. There's only one end to this bit. I wish I was under that in when they discovered me in the sea. I was just sitting there flipping them off. They opened up this hatch, and I'm sitting there angry with my dick out, fucking hard on. Ah, fuck you. Are you watching this? Look. I'm not going to look. Their submarine is finding something, dude. Nope. You're not interested at all. Not at all. To see what they might find in the Titanic. I know what they're going to find. A bunch of horse shit. What if it's not horse shit? This is a hugely successful movie. It was probably something at least a little bit interesting. You're not even curious? No. I know what it, I, I know. It's some jewel or something, Listen right? to the music. Go, go, go. Great. Flip it over, flip it over. Oh, go. Right. oh wow. Oh, so intense. Look. Go, go, go. The door is flipping. The door is flipping. Dick, where, what is the urgency in the scene? It's a fucking ship that's been there for a century. What's the urgency here? Bunch of bullshit. You get oh, a f- bunch of hyped dipshits You're going to have to wait till next time to see what they found yeah. in the Titanic. Yeah, I bet your big pussy's wet right now. <laughs> hey, by the way... You yeah. didn't think you're not being appreciative enough of the Oculus Rift type device <laughs> present that I got you during the bonus episode. Okay, Dick, you are such an asshole. <laughs> like you are the, the gravity of your assholeness is starting to pull in and you're going to collapse in on yourself. Okay. Uh, what so the hell Dick, does that mean? Dick, Dick tricked me into thinking, you know, what, I'm not going to give it away. He gave me some bullshit, some horseshit gift in the in the bonus episode. I'm fucking pissed, Dick. I'll You're pissed off at it? I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at everything. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Dick, should we get to the problems? Yeah, go ahead. Do you want to go first? Yeah, Dick, I, I wrote a status update. My uh, my my problem this week, the biggest problem in the universe is Vine stars. Oh. You know, you know what Vine is? Yeah, it's like Instagram for videos. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that service that, uh, it's, it's basically five-second films before... Uh, uh, after five second films, it's basically YTMND after YTMND. Okay. So they take a mm-hmm. you know Vine is a service that allows you to to create videos that loop over and over and over again for six seconds, and people make a lot of stupid little jokes and they yeah. post them on there and there's they get these millions of followers and they become Vine stars. Basically, um, all the uh, all the all the jokes, all the clips on Vine. Uh, here here's what they sound like. It, here's an example, a typical Vine. Listen to this. What'd you learn in school today, honey? That school is Satan's butthole, and I fucking hate my life. <laughs> That's great. You want mashed potatoes? Yeah. Great. Cool. Real funny vine. What's wrong with that? What, not, you don't think it's funny? It's not funny. It's not funny. No. It, oh, but here's an example of something that's funny. The iPhone is a piece of shit, and so is your face. 
That's hilarious, right? Well, based on the seven plus million views and the 17,000 digs that it got when dig was still a thing. Yeah. uh, Yeah, Dick. I would say that the consensus agrees on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. No, it it is funny, Dick. Um, That's irrelevant. Uh, We're talking about Vine here. Yeah. Okay. This is a six second clip. You, You thought that was funny. You laughed. Well, yeah, because it's like shocking, shock value potty humor. I mean, he's just saying a bunch of bad words, Satan's butthole about school. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah it was funny. In the I'm night. not going to buy tickets to see the sequel. Yeah, but that's all it is. That's all the uh, that's all the the uh, the clips are on Vine. You made me so mad already, Dick. <laughs> Why? You're defending this horse shit? Are you, are you serious? Are you serious right now? Are you? Do you really like Vine? I just don't fucking use with me? it. I've used it one time. I've used Vine once. Um, I... Posted a video of me at St. Patrick's Day, and I posted it crooked. I, like, did it the wrong rotation. Yeah. And then uh, the girl, this girl, I was dating this girl. It was re- re- the reason I joined. So yeah. She said she was on Vine. I was right. like, all right, I'll go to get on Vine and see what you're doing on there. And I posted it, and I was like, that's it? Uh, I'm out. I could do this on Instagram. I don't care. Yeah. You know, the difference between Vine and my website, that that's specifically that website you said you cited, um, the iPhone is a piece of shit and so is your face, yeah. is that I made a cogent argument in that article. Yeah. And it wasn't just there to be a, a ha-ha, here's my six-second thing about Satan's butthole and school. Right. School sucks. Uh, what, it's it's so passe. It's so old. It's, what is this, like the 90s with Bart Simpson? Are you fucking kidding me with that shit? Cowabunga. It's just a stupid joke. It is a it's stupid joke. It's a stupid six-second joke. Yeah. What do you want? Well, that's I'm drawing a contrast between Vine content and real content that takes work, research. Oh, uh-huh. it's not real content. No, it's not. Okay. It absolutely isn't. Um, I, wrote a st- I wrote a status update on, on Facebook and Twitter. I said, uh, Vine is for when you want to know what girls and guys, quote, be like. Yeah. End quote. Yeah. Because that's every fucking vine is girls be like rah, 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 and guys be like rah. it's every fucking vine is like that. They're unoriginal. They're unfunny. Yeah, all of them. There's no, nobody no, no. doing what you're doing on there. No, not all of them. Um, okay. I like uh, you know. There's I, I've seen a few vines on there that are pretty funny. Uh, what's his name? Will Sasso. Will Sasso has some funny vines. He doesn't vine anymore. I hate that I used vine as a verb, hmm. uh, but he doesn't make vines anymore. There's a guy named King Bach. Uh, he's pretty funny, I guess, but it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty safe humor. He's he's like a, a white people be like this and black people be like that. No, that's that's pretty funny yeah. usually. Yeah, yeah, it was funny in the seventies when Richard Pryor did it. Um, anyway, it's all derivative. It's all derivative crap on Vine. And uh, anyway, when I wrote, wrote that status update, this guy got really offended. His name is uh, Furman Martinez on uh, on Facebook, and he said. Dude, how old are you? All your work for the last few years has been crazy out of touch. You went from the best page in the universe to old guy who doesn't get the internet. Basically, you've become Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) You do sound like an old guy saying that these kids aren't funny with their six-second things. And by the way, saying that in a status update. Like, what's the difference between a status update and an article is the same as a Vine and, like, a full video. Well, sure, but a status update is just a passing commentary. The Vine is supposed to be... They're making these Vines to be funny or provocative. And most of them are really obnoxious. There's this guy, uh, this French dude, I forget, uh, he's a really popular Viner. I met him, I met him, and he's a nice guy. But his Vines are so obnoxious. He just walks up to people and yells at them, yells in their ear and startles them, and he thinks that's, that's, 
it's funny. I mean, kind of, I guess, the first time I saw it. But after a certain point, you're just becoming an obnoxious asshole who's yelling at outbursts in public for attention. And that attention comes to you in little six-second increments. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. So this guy, uh, Furman Martinez, criticized me for being old. And then a few people commented on this thread, and they started making fun of his name, and they said, Furman sounds like vermin. You know? <laughs> Wait, what's the difference? <laughs> Real immature joke. Hold yeah, on, hold on. okay. Follow me here. It's a real yeah. immature joke, right? All right. And then he started whining. He started crying. <laughs> like, oh, uh, people made fun of me for my name in grade school. So, uh, so then I commented and I said, hey, guys, who am I? Maddox, you're so old. Vine is cool. Get with the times. Hey, guys, don't make fun of my name. That's too immature. What are you, grade schoolers? Bunch of fucking crybabies. They don't like it when the mirror turns around on them, do they? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, man, um, Vine stars are the worst people. Uh, they are worse than YouTube stars. They're worse than internet stars. They're mm-hmm. worse than celebrities. They're the worst. Vine stars are the worst because they're the most entitled of all celebrities, Dick. And they're not even celebrities. Like, let's start there. Well, I don't know any. A Vine star? Who's a Vine star? Uh, you know, like these people I've been mentioning, um, uh, King Bach. That that uh, that clip I played, the Satan butts, but, Satan's butthole one, is from mm-hmm. this girl named Jessie Smiles. How is she like a star? Like what is what is oh, a, what is these, a star on Vine? These Vine stars are people. They they have millions of followers. Oh, okay. And they have millions of views and they have millions of fans. So like Twitter, but with video. <clears throat> Essentially, yeah. All right. So they're, they're not even celebrities, and this is coming from a guy who started a website in his parents' basement. Right. So I, let's let's not ha- let's not say that I have any delusions here. However, um, I am a New York Times bestselling author, right? Something that's an actual accomplishment that people spend years trying to achieve. I have that. Yeah. So if anyone here is is allowed to uh, glom on to that title, I- I'm a little bit closer to that than they are. These fucking Vine stars who are unaccomplished nobodies with nothing under their belt, whose entire careers can be summarized in 15 minutes of video content. All those six-second clips, you c- they don't even make a fucking one 15-minute YouTube episode. Yeah. Anyway, man, um, they didn't they didn't come up through the normal channels of fame where people had to work hard, right? Sitting in their parents' basement, writing? Dick, I've written... Yelling for soup? <laughs> yeah. How's well, that working hard? I don't need shit from you two. I worked for 17 years on my website. For 17 years, I've worked... Uh, no, it's almost 18 years. It'll be 18 years this August. Have you ever calculated the year-per-word <laughs> ratio on your site? Dick... Again, I don't need shit. <laughs> I have written over 300 pages of text on my website over okay. the years. Yeah, 300 pages over uh, uh, over the years. And that's not even counting Two the pages countless... pages a year? You know what, asshole? <laughs> well, I mean, what, 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 what? What's the deal with these people? Why do you hate them? Because they came up differently than you? Like, all of technology's changed now. No, because they're so entitled, Dick. They didn't put in their dues. They didn't get turned down time and time again by some shithead producer who thinks they know better than you. They haven't been sculpted by criticism because Vine is a platform that by its nature doesn't encourage criticism. The content itself is so short that it's barely worth criticizing. Like, I'm, I'm struggling to criticize what exactly I hate about that Jesse Smiles clip that I played earlier because it's so fucking short. She's not saying anything. She's, she's making a, a flip comment about school that's unoriginal, uninspired. It's not new. It's not clever. It's not even funny. It, the words that she used aren't even a clever alliteration. 
yeah. or something that we've even heard before. Satan's butthole, is that worse than any other body part of Satan? I, didn't I guess. It. Supposedly. Does Satan excrete something that's particularly foul? That's especially foul? Do I would assume so. Oh, you think so? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Satan. Well, there you go, Dick. I guess she found he, her demo. He feeds on misery. Yeah. And sorrow. How does that come out? I, I mean, I don't know, man. We're t- uh, we're talking about metaphorical things. You can't consume metaphorical things. Whatever, man. It's a stupid fucking comment that she <laughs> well, made. Well, wait a minute. You're calling into question the length of these videos like that's bad. But what? Uh, brevity is the soul of wit. Do you not think there's something to that? I mean, I enjoyed five-second films. Yeah, five-second films is great. Uh, but f- the difference between five-second films and Vine is that with five-second films, they actually write their content they script it mm-hmm. they produce it they edit it and they make sure that every second counts whereas vine stars half the fucking time it just ends mid-sentence because oh i guess that's what that's the limitation <laughs> of the app that's the end of it we're ending here you know one of the one of the most uh, popular vine stars is a guy who's a magician um he does some mm-hmm. uh you know some camera trickery and he does do some editing on his videos yeah um he is one of the most famous Vine stars, and he puts in the minimal effort of just editing a few of his clips. The Vine, the, the, You know what really uh, upsets me, Dick, about Vine stars and Vine as a platform is that it doesn't respect the audience. It doesn't... It, it's built into the platform to disrespect your audience's time because everybody thinks, oh, who doesn't have six seconds to spare? I'll watch this Vine. I'll watch the next Vine. I'll watch the next one. Next thing you know, you've spent a minute. Next thing you know, you've spent five and yeah. what do you what do you come away with once you've seen this this shitty content that hasn't been edited that hasn't been uh, that hasn't been produced? It's not like this Couple podcast. Laughs. You hope you would well, hope, or then I'll stop watching if it's if I'm not laughing at it. Yeah, but that's how they they trick you, Dick. Is uh, you think you're gonna get that the next one? The next one's gonna come. That dopamine hit's coming. You know, there's gonna be a funny one. It's got to be funny. There's got to be a funny one, right? I mean, but then I- after about ten minutes, you realize the fuck am i doing with my life i don't know i'm not on vine but i assume there's some kind of liking thing like there's popular people you can yeah. go look for popular people who, who turn out funny content uh, yeah. usually mm-hmm. doesn't no. it work like everything else on the internet where it's self-curated where it's curated by the community no dick because uh vine stars vine stars feed on a, a particularly young demographic and young people are stupid. Um, here's 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 the case in point. What? Okay, here's the case. In Go point. ahead. This guy named Nash Greer. He's a very popular Vine star. So going by your argument, we should just look at the popular people, see what they're doing. Maybe they're do- doing some of the best of the best, right? And well, he's, he's mean, considered one of the biggest Vine stars. I'm not saying that's not my argument, but okay, that sounds that's not crazy. Well, you said it's curated. I mean, look, if you're going off of curated content, and his his stuff does get promoted to the front of Vine often. Right. Okay. Um, here's here's a here's an example of uh, some one of the hilarious jokes that Nash Greer said. Uh, Nash Greer, the racist asshole. Here we go. <laughs> How Asians name their children. Yeah. Old joke. Yeah, it's an old joke. How ra- yeah. how Asians name their children? And he threw a spoon in the air, a bunch of spoons, and it went yeah. ching chong. Uh, real funny. Um, and it's not even original. He's ripping off Jerry Lewis. That was an old Jerry Lewis stand-up set. This is from the uh, Mike O'Mara Show podcast. I, I heard this, uh, that he went to a Jerry Lewis show. This is uh, from a Jerry Lewis uh, yeah. routine a long time ago. Listen to this. Chinese have a special way of naming children. 
They take a huge silver platter, they put it on the ground, they grab a oh handful of silverware, they throw the silverware up in the air, and as it hits the platter, thinking, don't plant That joke gets better with when it's shorter. That was uh, way too long. Yeah, it, it would be awesome if that joke was zero seconds long. Yeah. It'd be amazing. I would love that joke. Um, That's a shitty joke. It's unoriginal. It's unfunny. And it's not, it, it's just completely plagiarized from uh, from Jerry Lewis, this guy Nash Greer. And these uh, these kids who were following Nash Greer, first of all, half of them probably thought it was funny because they're all, they're, they're just, uh, they have that hive mind. Yeah. That racist bully hive mind. <laughs> yeah. And then the other half don't even realize it's been ripped off. Yeah. It's uh, it's not only offensively bad, but it's shitty. A shitty joke? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's shitty and it's plagiarized. It's stolen. I think I I probably heard that joke when I was thirteen for the first time. Yeah, I laughed. Okay, like a, you know, oh, I'm yeah. a huge racist, like a whatever. dumb like a dumb thirteen year old. Yeah. No, I don't think you're racist. I think that uh, the kids at that age aren't uh, reflective enough to even realize what it means to uh, to laugh at jokes like that or what it, what it means to make jokes like that. Uh, they're not reflective. They're not really thinking ahead. Uh, that's why a dumb thirteen year old you thought that joke was hilarious, whereas you and I are, and Sean in this room aren't laughing because it's not funny. Well, I already heard it. Also, oh, I mean, okay. I can't say it. I can't say I wouldn't think it was funny if I hadn't heard it. I don't know. Hey, Dick, you want to hear more uh, more hilarious uh, Vine jokes? Sure. This is, a, this is a gay joke that Nash Greer made. <laughs> Here we go. Testing for HIV. It's not a gay thing. Yes, it is. Bye! Get it? Oh, wow. Did you get the punchline? The punchline was fag. Oh, that's what he shouted? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was the pun. That's uh, some of the hilarious content on Vine. Yeah, that's rough, man. Yeah. Real funny stuff. These guys. Um, some of these Vine... But, you know, Artie Lang talks like that, too, and I laugh at him. Yeah, but, you know, if you're using it in a, in a specific context, it's funny. But he's using mm. it in a hateful context. He's just calling gay people fags. That's uh, in specifically in a context of a PSA that's saying not just a, uh, gay people get HIV, which is true and an important thing to get out there. Right? And this uh, this dickhead... Yeah, what do you want to say, well, John? No, Magic Johnson uh, changed the perception on that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just happened to a straight guy, you know? It was like everybody's eyes opened up. At least yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Magic Johnson was an unvine. <laughs> Think about that. So is that guy's entire vine racist stuff? Or? No, uh, he has a PR firm behind him. So as soon as that came out, they deleted oh. the vine. Uh-huh. There was huge controversy. Oh, all funny. these uh, all these YouTubers and uh, people, huge people on Twitter kind of spoke out against it. Uh, I think I believe one of them is Tyler Oakley. I think he's a he's a, a big gay YouTube star. Mm-hmm. And he came he spoke out against it. And so Nash Greer's uh, handlers deleted that tweet, deleted the vine, yeah. made it uh, try to disappear, but it's not going away, buddy. It's not disappearing. How old is he? Uh I think I believe he was like 17 years old when he made this. Oh. And if you watch his current stuff, if you watch his YouTube videos, it's just him sitting there brooding in his hoodie with his bros thinking they're such hot shit. And they have no reason to believe otherwise because they've never had to endure any kind of criticism other than, a few. you know, they fuck up and they can instantly delete it and backtrack and have their PR firm and their handlers just try to save their image, to spare their image. And mm-hmm. then they go to, uh, you know, they have a conference. They go to meet some gay leaders or something and uh, all is forgiven, right? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Oh. So you're defending this platform, Dick. Why do you Because think- I don't see any difference between this and anything else. Like, pop music's exactly the same. It's a bunch of kids who are sheltered from anything and everything who 
squeaked through the ranks and suddenly they're superstars and they're 17. They yeah. don't know how to behave in the real world. This seems exactly the same. I don't think what they're creating isn't comedy. I don't think it's funny. I don't watch Vine, but I go on like Imgur and or Imager, however you say it, and Imager. go on the GIF, the GIF, however you say that one. GIF. I go to the GIF part and like laugh at those and send yeah. those to my friends. I don't really see the difference. Yeah. I, I get that you're. I get that you resent that you feel you had to work harder for something. Then they didn't have to. But that seems, it does seem old. Like, it does seem like you're out in your virtual yard with a rake shaking it at these Vine kids, telling them to get off your internet. And yeah. I would also argue that you've achieved more success than they will because you parlayed um, your website into a book deal. Right. Yeah, I mean, were you, two you TV a, shows that yeah. didn't get picked up. How about yeah. that? That's well, pretty, whatever. I mean, successful. I, what I'm saying is I think you made it a lot further than these people will. It's maybe a small percentage of them can actually uh, produce content over minutes. You know, I mean, that's... Whoa. <laughs> know, whole minutes. No, no, instead of six seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, some, some of them have tried. Some of them have tried to do that. But, Dick, your argument, like, liking it to uh, to pop music as a defense is kind of like saying, well, uh, smothering on plastic bags isn't so bad because what uh, people smother on carbon monoxide all the time. Wait, <laughs> what? You're comparing two bad things. You're saying Vine. And, by the way, I'm not criticizing Vine as a platform. That could be a Yeah, but you problem. said it's inherently disrespectful to the audience, which I also don't understand. It is. I, How? You, the number one thing that I – well, one of the first things I consider when I'm writing or creating mm-hmm. content is the uh, is the audience that I'm creating it for. I'm going to create content that I think that, uh, first of all, I'm making it for myself, but I know the audience. I keep in mind the audience that, uh, uh, that I'm working with, right? Every single one of these podcasts is edited. It's edited for clarity. I take out verbal tics. In fact, I stutter during that sentence. I'll probably cut that out too. I cut out a lot too. Yeah. yeah so you, sounds- don't, you don't cut out nearly as much. Oh, no, I, I never edit for content. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, I clean up. I clean up the clip so it sounds nice. So it sounds like it's something, and it's respectful to the audience. We respect their time. There's podcasts I stopped subscribing to because they don't. They don't give a shit. They they have false starts. They leave it in there when we when they look up information. They leave that dead air in there. I say, you know what? Fuck you. If you're not going to respect my time, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to give you my time. You know, edit. And you th- you don't think these six second clips are like thought out? No. I've seen a couple of vines, maybe, yeah. and some of, they were yeah. by like kids who are comedians or trying to be comedians. They looked thought out. I wouldn't say they were well executed, but some thought went into it. Look, man, I'm not going to generalize all the vines. I, like I said, there are some vine stars that I think do some do some uh, clever stuff. I, I like that King Bach guy. Um, he does some funny stuff, and uh, Will Sasso, as I mentioned. Um, there, I've seen some funny stuff on Vine, and I've watched Vine compilations on YouTube, and I've I've thought about 75% of it was pretty funny, but that's out of millions of Vines. Uh, yeah. you, you know, you might find 15 minutes worth of content. I don't think that, what's, how is that different than anything else? The writing on the internet, all garbage. Well, because, Music, because garbage. Vine makes it so much more difficult to edit your content. It's it's not a platform that's really conducive to editing. When you're writing, it's easy to edit your writing. You can go back, you can delete words, you can add words, you can rephrase things. But with Vine, say for example, your whole gimmick in your Vine video is going to be that somebody passes you a basketball and you're standing next to a pool and you mm-hmm. go to catch the ball but you fall in the pool. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh my god. Why why am I wh- What? You don't think that's funny at all? A guy getting thrown a basketball and he falls into a pool? What? Yeah, uh, 
No, it's so tired. It's <laughs> like I've seen it a billion times. That's why I just came up with it off the top of my head because it's a it's a simple example that I've seen a billion times. How many times and do you, you hate have to, that? Eh, it's just unoriginal. It's a, it's uninspired. Oh boy. Okay, yeah. Your Majesty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring in a bring in a jester with a mortarboard on, so he's he can entertain you properly. Well, let me get to the point. Uh, when I said that Vine is is a platform that doesn't really isn't really conducive to editing, say that during the beginning of that clip, uh-huh. you you said okay go, and you recorded that person saying okay go, and there's that few seconds of dead air when they're setting up the stupid little gimmick, right? Yeah. Uh, because Vine is so completely disposable, yeah. nobody cares to edit that out. Nobody cares to go back, clean it up, give it another try, give it another take. You do it in one shot, you put it up there, sure. and hey, it's disposable, man. It's only six seconds. Who doesn't have six seconds to spare? But isn't that Twitter? Like, you're on Twitter doing the same thing. I don't like Twitter either. But you do it. I hate Twitter. I use Not Twitter. The I use Twitter because it's ubiquitous. The re- look, man. The reason I use Twitter, I hate Facebook, and I'm still on Facebook. I hate Twitter, and I'm still on Twitter. Right. I hate these things. Doesn't mean they're not a problem. Uh, they're definitely a problem, but I have no choice to use them because they're so ubiquitous. You can't. Yeah. You can't be on the internet today without Facebook and Twitter. You have to have those those services. Sean unfortunately, is. you're not on <laughs> either of those. Are barely. You? No, I'm on. I'm on Facebook. I never use it, but I'm also not an internet personality. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as an internet personality, as somebody who writes and uh, creates content online, look, man, uh, the problem is the Vine stars themselves. Not so much Vine. Um, you know, like I said, there's some funny stuff on Vine, but the Vine stars themselves are entitled assholes. Why, I've met a why? lot of them. Why do you say that? Because I don't Dick, get that at all from these you, clips. I gave you I gave you examples. Okay, the kid's racist. Is that one of the examples? Sure, He's yeah. making racist jokes. Right. Like a young kid. Right, right, right. But so many Vine stars are accused of rape because uh, these guys think they're invincible. And there's one guy in particular, this guy's name's Curtis Lepore. He's a Vine star accused of raping another Vine star, Jesse Smiles, that clip that I played earlier. Uh Uh-huh. So he took a plea deal, and then he started talking shit about her immediately, (laughs) immediately on Twitter. To be fair, he only lasted six seconds. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Sean. (laughs) The nature of the platform may attract people like this because they have no regard for the audience. They have no regard for their art form. That guy had to get spoons. That was some preparation. No. Yeah, he had to walk into his kitchen. They make lots of money. They're millionaires. I didn't know that. You didn't mention that. Yeah, they're millionaires. These these kids are millionaires. Yeah, they're millionaires. Uh, You don't think it's an entitled attitude to rape somebody? They're entitled pricks. That's my problem with these guys. All right. They're just awful people. I've never thought of Vine Stars before this conversation. Yeah, you've never met one. No. You know, there's exceptions, of course, but for the most part, they're, they're awful people. Where the fuck is this fame coming from? Because I, I see the videos, and they're just not funny. They're the lame. It's like the Satan butthole joke, which you thought was hilarious. Um, oh, it made me chuckle. Sure. Huh? For what it is. Then you're its demo, man. I don't What can I say? But, uh, yeah, their fans seem like awful people, and the Vine stars seem like awful people. Anyway, uh, subscribe okay. to my Vine channel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Dick, that's my problem. What's your problem this week? My problem is the BBC. BBC? What's wrong with the BBC? I like the BBC. Fuck you, man. Are you aware that they uh, that they killed Top Gear this week? The BBC did? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. You aware? Yeah. I didn't. I, apparently, I'm the only, out of 350 million Top Gear fans worldwide, viewers, I, I'm apparently the, like, the only person I know who watched this show. 
Yeah, I didn't. No one else knew that. You know, I can't. If it was on every now and then, I'd be flipping through the channels and I'd stop and watch for a minute or two. But uh, it was kind of um, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's the it's the only thing in life that I loved. It's the <laughs> oh, only yeah. thing I've ever loved. They killed your outside baby. of my immediate family. Yeah. Yeah. And they took it from me. Top Gear. The BBC took Top Gear from me. Yeah, I just watch reruns. I do. I watch several every day. All right. But I Prom- need problem new episodes. Solved. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next week. <laughs> So they fired Jeremy Clarkson. Do you know that? Yeah. You knew that. Do you know why? I heard that he punched uh, one of the producers on the show. There was a, there was a fracas. Yeah. Fr- a fracas. Uh, is that how you pronounce know. it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah. The narrative that everyone has immediately latched onto on the internet is that big shot entitled celebrity Jeremy Clarkson shows up at a hotel and uh, for no reason, because he doesn't have a hot steak, explodes with verbal and physical violence on a producer he's worked with for over a decade. Yeah. That is the, that's the narrative that the internet is willing to immediately believe. Well, that who, a man who is, go ahead. Who's this coming from? What do you mean? This narrative. Well, the narrative is uh, just what's out in the media. Clarkson isn't saying what happened. The other yeah. guy, Oyson, isn't saying what happened publicly. Right. Obviously, because it's their lives and their jobs right. and their reputations on the line. Right. Uh, the BBC's investigation didn't really disclose anything more than that. Right. Other than that there was a fight, uh, there was name-calling happened, and that there was a physical altercation. And then afterwards, the producer elected to go to the hospital because he got his lip busted and he was feeling dizzy. Right. Right? That's it. That's the narrative. Yeah. That people are immediately willing to believe. Yeah. Right? Right. So, BBC fires Clarkson. Well, uh, the BBC did, Dick, it sounds like the BBC did their internal investigation. Uh, they, they apparently did find some, some evidence that, uh, that supported these claims, right? This story, this narrative. They just didn't disclose it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. So this guy, this guy punched uh, one of his employees. And, uh, I mean, it seems, I, I feel like even, even the most, uh, you know, the, the biggest fans of the show are saying, yeah, the guy should have gotten fired. Oh, the biggest fans? Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely not. The biggest fans don't give a fuck. The, the biggest fans wouldn't care if Jeremy Clarkson punched out the queen. Yeah. They would want him on TV. Sound like Vine star, uh, Vine fans. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, what annoyed me about it is that they're ready to believe like a grown man would just wig out for, for something so small. But, but I can easily imagine sets of scenarios where maybe there was an altercation that isn't so outlandishly crazy. Like, the narrative on the internet I read is, well, you assaulted a coworker, you should get fired. It's like, yeah, well, they also on the show, they also press the hosts until the break, their breaking points, yeah. like, in challenges. Right. Like, they purposefully screw with them right. by depriving them of, like, sleep and comfort and food. Mm-hmm. And then if you're dealing mm-hmm. with... A gigantic celebrity like that, like right. an artist, essentially, right. you know, like a rock star, a yeah. painter, a creator, a vine star, sure, a, a vine star, sure. You push them to this point in their job, and then someone kind of fucks with them a little bit. I can easily see that blowing up into a physical altercation, and Same. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Right. A lot of a lot of big gray area. I thought he was drunk. I, I heard that he was drunk, and this happened at a bar. Uh, it happened in a hotel. Oh, in a hotel. A pos a possible. You know what might have happened. Uh, they got there a little late. Kitchen was allegedly closed, right? Yeah, so yeah. the guy brings out a, a stack of uh, cold meats and cheese. Right. Says, here you go. You've been, you haven't eaten for 24 hours. We've been fucking with you. Uh, here's a bunch of meats and cheeses. Okay. Yeah. 
Th- and that's just okay? You're supposed to just eat it and go to bed? Yeah, and that's fuck it? off. Or you could get nothing. Uh, it's something. It's meat and cheese. That's some. That's an, uh, That's a dish that people order at tapas restaurants, meat and cheese. That's like uh, high-end food. Charcuterie, right? That's what they call it? I guess. Yeah. I guess. What's it wrong would, with that? It would be an unpleasant surprise to me if I'd been busting my hump for a day and getting my ass kicked around Big to put this and show cheese? together, and I show up and some asshole didn't bother to set up dinner. So what? You just start punching producers? That's what you would do? That's, I'm not saying that's what I would do. Yeah. I'm just saying, did that happen? Maybe. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I'm just saying it's not crazy to imagine that a uh, an artist would react in an unhinged manner when provoked constantly. This is an interesting problem, Dig, because you're defending what sounds like an entitled artist, just oh, like a Vine star. Oh, I'm, I, yeah, I want Top Gear back. I want Clarkson <laughs> you, back. I don't, don't fucking care. care. I don't care. Uh-huh. I don't care. I don't need to pretend that I'm in a world, uh, that I live in a world policing everyone's actions from my fucking keyboard. Yeah, but by supporting them, Dick, by supporting them, you support this bad behavior, just like the Vine stars who have their fans who uh, like them in spite of the racist and homophobic things that they say. No, All no, no. I'm saying is I'm supporting a world yeah. where you might get roughed up if you fuck up. If you, if you screw up when you're working on a big production for, for creative purposes and you screw up enough, uh, you might have to get into an altercation. That's that's the worldview I support. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that, Dick. I don't know about. I don't know that you have to get in an altercation. Why? Why should? Why should somebody who's working look this producer uh-huh. who got punched? Uh, he was just coming to work. You don't know that. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what actually happened. So you're saying that there could be some justification for why the the, yeah. the kid was punched? Oh yeah. Yeah. Not a kid. Either. How somebody who'd been working on that show for a long time. Yeah. Somebody yep. knew who exactly who he was dealing with. Nice uh-huh. drive-by, though. Yeah. Yeah, some kid, right? Yeah, just slipped yeah. that right in wasn't there. He, wasn't he young, though? Wasn't he some He producer? was younger than 54, Yeah, which is Clarkson's age, by the way. I thought he was, like, in his 30s or something. That's not a kid, bro. Well, comparatively. Comparatively, you're in the prime of your life. You should be able to take down a 55-year-old man with one tie- hand tied behind your back. Yeah, but look, man. You're in a position where your boss just punched you. What, are you supposed to trade blows with them and get fired? Of course. Get, <laughs> get fired. Get right? fired. There's no, 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 no. There's, there's no defending it. It's they can do whatever they want. The what, the bosses? Yeah. No, the BBC. <laughs> the BBC, you, yeah. yeah. Clarkson, yeah. you make us a billion dollars, yeah. but you assaulted this guy, got to fire you. Okay, that's yeah. not up to me. Yeah. I'm, I'd rather have the show back. Not up to me. Yeah. I'm not defending beating up coworkers. Yeah. Uh, I just <laughs> want the show back. Dick, it sounds... An awful lot like you are defending beating up coworkers. Yeah, because in my world, I don't care if that happens. There's a big and there's a big difference. You just want to be entertained. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be entertained. And and every time somebody says, "How would you feel if a coworker blah blah blah?" I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Doesn't yep. bother me. Yep, these are the Vine fans, man. I don't care that this guy's uh, uh, racist or he punched another person. He assaulted somebody. His mm. employee. Look, man. If uh, Clarkson had gotten in an altercation at a bar and he punched somebody. That's a totally different thing. But he punched his own employee. You think that's cool? It's not. First of all, it's not his employee. It's a guy that works under him. Yo, I, you don't think that he, he I can don't get think that guy making fired? a television show is the same thing as making cardboard boxes. That's one problem I have with it. The entire point of the show is fucking with these is fucking with the presenters. Yeah. Is Did, screwing with them directly to get them to react poorly on camera. Did uh, did Clarkson defend himself when this came out? No, he reported himself. He reported himself. He said this happened. 
sorry. I'd like to apologize <laughs> so to everybody involved. That, don't you think that's enough verification that this happened? The fact that... I don't what know, do you mean he, verification? He, well, you're saying that uh, the BBC story, they investigated it, but it wasn't verified. Don't you think that... Uh, the- no, no, it was, it was verified, oh. but there's no context given. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I, you're saying that there, that there could be some context that could exist that could justify him just punching this dude. And he didn't just punch a dude. There was a row. <laughs> there was a struggle. There was a row, whatever a row, you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't just walk up and cold cock him. Yeah. Uh, At so, least I don't know. Yeah, That's not how it's yeah. presented, though. But he didn't defend himself. Not that I know of. So no. I could I could make the case. Uh, I could I could see that if he didn't defend himself, it could be because he was hoping that uh, the BBC would be lenient towards him if he admitted uh, guilt and culpability, just like uh, a judge would if you admitted if you pled guilty instead of trying to defend yourself of something where there is overwhelming evidence that you committed the crime however maybe. so so maybe sure. maybe he may yeah. have done that sure. however they fired him the show's the show's pretty much over right fired him two hosts quit right alongside yeah, him yeah. uh so they can all go work on netflix uh right yeah, big deal of course yeah, yeah. The, the show's gonna go on dick it's not a big deal the bbc look dick uh put their, put yourself in the shoes of the bbc for a minute say you ran a wildly successful show mm-hmm. and this happened and you're running a multi-billion dollar organization, uh-huh. or hundreds of millions at least, Yeah. and uh, there's a population out there, there's a big uh, growing chorus of people who are saying, hey man, uh, you're going to tolerate this? You're going to tolerate your, uh, you, you know, one, of your, one of your celebrities, one of your producers, one of your show, showrunners here, uh, punching each other out and creating this kind of work environment, this hostile, literally hostile work environment. Yep. You guys are going to tolerate that yep. and uh, potentially lose... Uh, risk losing lose revenue, right? You're gonna ru- lose revenue, right? Here we go. Yeah. So this is where I started my investigation. Okay. You know how the BBC stays afloat? You know how they get all their fucking funding? How's that? Everybody in the UK has to pay 145 pounds every year to the BBC if they own a television. Huh. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Can you imagine that? It's like mandatory PBS. Mandatory. It's like it's like it's even worse than mandatory PBS. It's like as though every person in America had to give two hundred dollars to the FCC so they could run a gigantic billion dollar television network. Uh, wait, how is it different than uh, PBS? Because PBS is tax funded. PBS, uh, for those who are listening abroad, is is kind of like our B- uh, our version of the BBC. Mm-hmm. It's public. What is it? Public broadcasting station. Yeah, M- make it PBS then. PBS. So it's it's similar to PBS. PBS is tax funded. Right. You're right. Yeah, I was wrong about that. It's not obviously it's not all done through donations, even though they do that too. Yeah, yeah. they do. They take donations as well. I don't know. The BBC sounds like they're they're completely tax funded, but uh, oh no, they have they have they do make money on the side. They make another billion pounds just selling ads and commercials. Okay, so their operating budget should be yeah. a billion pounds a year yeah. instead, because everybody in the country has to pay. $215 American to the company. They're operating at $5 billion. Why is that a problem? Why is it a, why is it a problem to have a uh, mandatory tax yeah. funding a yeah. news organization? Right. You don't, do you think it's a problem for the state and the media to be basically one entity? Uh, that I, the I, state forces you yeah. to fund their own media Conglomerate. Well, as long as it's a separate arm, it's a separate branch. You you can't like just collude uh, the BBC with the state uh, because I, some of the best reporting I've seen 
anywhere has come from the BBC. They do right. some really good reporting. So why throw the baby out with the bathwater? Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I just don't see it. I don't just, just don't, don't see it as a problem. To uh, how to much get, censor? To how much uh, censorship would it take on the part of the BBC for you to see it as a problem? Any. Let me ask you if that. If there was censorship, Any. Yeah. okay. Um, here we go. Reinventing the Royals, a documentary critical of Prince Charles. Yeah. Trying to rebuild his image after uh-huh. the death of his wife, yeah. or the death of his ex-wife, was pulled because it was considered a hatchet job, and it was critical. Prince who, Charles. Who uh, who pulled it? The BBC. Yeah. There's nobody. There's nobody checking the balances between them. Well, that's a problem. Oh yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Commonwealth Games documentary. Uh, Mark Beaumont, the presenter, was filmed grappling with the judo champion. This girl, right? He says, "I'm not." He loses, of course, because it's television. Uh, I'm not sure I can live that down being beaten by a 19-year-old girl. They cut out the girl part. Yeah, I actually, offensive. I actually mentioned that. I believe in episode number three, Dick. I brought yeah. that specific example in. So how did you not know that there's censorship happening there? Well, yeah, but that was uh, that wasn't at the behest of the government. That was uh, that, that was again that was like people outcrying. They were saying, "Oh, you're you're using the word girl as an insult." There. That's why I brought that in in the other N words episode. I said uh-huh. that the G word is now censored. What's the difference between the government and the company? If the company is funded with mandatory television fees, um, so you get a TV yeah. in the UK, yeah. right? You have it, you take it home, just like it is in America, right? Right? You have to pay. You have to send this in voluntarily. If you don't, they put everybody who owns a TV in something called the Lassie database, uh-huh. a database, a system to catch fee evaders. Fee evaders. Okay, so I, I did the math, Dick. It comes to about 12 pounds a month, right? Right. That's like 15 US dollars a month for BBC. Like 20. Uh, 19. 19. Uh, is it? Okay. Yep. So I, I don't know. I haven't done the math for PBS funding. I, I, I imagine it's probably around that. You think PBS gets, gets 5 billion US dollars every year? No, probably not 5 billion. That seems like a lot. Yeah, that's it. That, but no is, that, way. is that the entire BBC fund, or including advertising revenue? No, the entire BBC gets $3.7 million a year uh, from fees, and then another billion on top of that, pounds. Another billion from ad revenue. Oh, so, so, that. so that's a very minuscule amount, man. Three million, three million pounds? It's three billion. Oh, three billion. Three, 3.7 billion. Oh, billion. More, 75% of okay. their funding yeah. is because the government yeah. sends agents... To harass you to pay for this television network. Can you imagine if they did that with either Fox News or CNN or MSNBC here? Any, Any gigantic media conglomerate. Because one way or the other, half of the country disagrees with what they're saying. Yeah, uh, but Dick, the PBS and BBC, generally I trust them as news sources because they are less biased. They are more balanced. They do look at both sides of the stories. And despite the uh, Republican, the conservative outcry in this country against NPR and saying yeah. uh, NPR and PBS and these, uh, you know, NPR stands for National Public Radio. Uh, yeah. They say that uh, that it's left leaning and it's biased yes. and this and that. It's it's really not. It's it's more. It's the most balanced source you can get news from in this country. That's you saying that. The other side radically disagrees with that. Like, can you, do you can you entertain that idea that that is one side? So- like, the people who have their voice being represented agree that it's biased, but the people who feel that their voice is not being represented think that it's incredibly biased. 
Well, that's that's also because they they are not able to get those loudmouth Rush Limbaugh's on the air. They have first of all the uh, the conservatives are being fed those talking points by their uh, their thought leaders like the Bill O'Reillys and the Rush Limbaugh's and the Laura Ingrams and the uh, Glenn Becks and I can go on. Yada, I don't yada, think yada. that they control the entire conservative populace of the U.S. They're the mouthpiece for the conservative populace. You for the think US. all Republicans? No, just were like yep. Rush Limbaugh, that's what I'm talking about. No, not no, not all Republicans, but they are the loudest voices for those. There is no alter, there is no there is no liberal Rush Limbaugh. Who's the closest thing to Rush Limbaugh for the liberals? What do you got? Keith Olbermann? Come on. There's uh, no one no one even comes close to Rush Limbaugh's reach. In, in what what do you mean in reach? In his You don't think Jon Stewart, you don't think the Daily Show is a tremendously left-leaning uh news source? Uh, they are left leaning, but they still criticize the the Democrat. I wouldn't say that the Daily Show is balanced. I don't don't put words in my mouth. Daily Show is not, not, not even close. I'm saying that's a pretty equal thing, in my opinion. Rush Rush Limbaugh and uh, yeah, the but Daily that's show? one show on a comedy network versus the entire Fox News network. Look, we're getting derailed here, but like there is nothing nothing that even comes close. So what I'm saying is PBS and BBC. I have found way more balanced reporting that comes out of those news sources. Why do you think that is? Why is it that they are producing more balanced news than, say, CNN or Fox News or Well, because they don't have to sell ads, obviously. Okay, so they don't have to sell. So I think that that, then you're making a case for for, uh, tax-funded news organizations. I'm really not. (laughs) I'm absolutely not. If— yeah. Okay. Well, if if they're not, uh, so why why do you think that? Do you think that uh, that you can get balanced news from the BBC or PBS? What, what do you mean? Do you think it's possible? Yeah. Of course. It, you can get you, balanced news from anyone. You can. Uh, do you think it's more likely to come from uh, uh, PBS or BBC or Fox News? From the BBC. I, Fox News is specifically not balanced. Right. They're not even news. It's just repeating something that came off of the news wire and putting a conservative spin on it. Right. But so so it's more so you agree it's more likely to come from BBC and PBS. Yeah. Okay. So then that's that's my whole argument is that uh, BBC there is a there is a reason for these networks to exist. So you're for it as long as you're not paying for it. No, I because I think England, it's important. If you live in England, yeah. you're fucking paying for this yeah. to exist. Yeah, I think I think it's important to pay for uh, for some kind of unbiased. Uh, clean news source that is non-political. Well, that's controlled by the state. Don't forget that. Yeah, they that, they that whitewashed. A... Where did you have you ever heard? Um, oh yeah, the Jimmy Seville thing, the guy that raped like uh, five hundred underage kids and was a television presenter. He was, was that a the huge star. Yeah, he was a huge, huge star. star. Huge star for BBC One. Was that the guy, the Indian dude? No, 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 no. That was that was another guy. Yeah, uh, this guy was in like the sixties and seventies. He ran like Top of the Pops. He was like um, he was like our Dick Clark. Um. So no, I hadn't heard of this guy. He he raped over five hundred kids. Uh, allegedly. allegedly, he died. He so he died. Yeah, he died. Yeah. The investigation started. They were uncovering all this crazy, um, all these, uh, all these heinous acts, and uh, then the docu- documentary wasn't aired. Now, some might say it conflicted with the um the honorariums that they were showing at the time because this is a this this man is a, a presenter a beloved presenter oh. and they were broadcasting uh, you know in loving memory of this and these yeah. uh, these specials about him and that this documentary exploring his uh, depraved sex history of uh, sex abuse of committing sex crimes right. would conflict with the narrative right right yeah you know the censorship pissed me off, Dick. And I'm not going to say that uh, I'm not going to discount the fact that these the BBC might be being uh, censored. 
you're right. That is a, that is a concern. Uh, unless we have any evidence, though, that that's actually occurring and how often it's occurring. Because I know for a fact that Fox News censors certain information. Like, for example— yeah, but you don't have to pay for Fox News. Uh, that's yeah, a big that's difference. Yeah. That's a big difference. Right. Fox News is only has to answer to advertisers. Right. You want them to go away? Stop watching. Sure. You want the BBC to go away? You can't because the government sends agents to your house to shake you down for this money. Yeah. They call you. They harass you. They send guys to your house with portable devices that can detect how many TVs you have on in your own fucking house. Really? They have those? Yes. Absolutely true. They have vans, and they advertise that we have vans, and we will find you. It's so pervasive that, uh, you know, you know the British girl that I used to date for a long time? Yeah. She said her and her brother, were they were poor. They were broke poor when they were kids. They were afraid when they were home and their parents couldn't afford this TV licensing fee. Yeah. That the government would send agents out to do something. They didn't know because they were kids. But they were afraid of this boogeyman lurking in the shadows coming to collect their fucking BBC fee. Right. So to play devil's advocate here, Dick, uh, you don't have to own a TV. You don't have to pay for BBC. You don't have to own a TV. You don't have to do anything. There you go. Don't buy a TV. Don't buy. Don't buy a TV. Hey man, you buy a radio. You buy a car with a radio. Any like some some percentage of the fee of the radio goes towards funding the FCC, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm I, sure I it does. Yeah, the radio yeah. industry has to pay so do you, taxes do you, to the do you FCC. Support the FCC. Do you think that's a good thing? Because uh, that's a whole uh, nother. I think they're a bunch of crooked scumbags as well. But I don't have to pay. $215 every year to support them. Well, you don't know. You don't know. You haven't done the math. We're probably I paying. I don't have to pay 200 I do not have to pay $200 a year to support the FCC. Well, I we, know that. We don't well, maybe not 200, but we don't know what percentage of our taxes goes towards that. The the FCC. The FCC has done some good things and some bad things. The FCC probably in recent years more bad than good, but uh, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, if you say so. Yeah. I think that they're a bad Organization. So this, uh, this sounds like a lot of uh, what was it? Uh, sour pussies, sour sour grapes for uh, just because they canceled your show, Dick. No, I think they're a bad. I think they're a legitimately bad organization. Uh, I first started looking into this. Yeah. This uh, this Twitter account retweeted one of my Jeremy Clarkson jokes. Uh-huh. I sat around all day making like, yeah, Jeremy I Clarkson jokes. Yeah. I, I think I lost I lost a bunch of followers doing it. Yeah. Um. It was called. It was Twitter ban ban the BBC or something like that. And uh-huh. he's like a serious Twitter account yeah. on why it's bad. Yeah. Why it's bad to have like a state state funded media sure. division. Okay, that's one of the biggest in the world. Why that would be bad? It, it's scary because it it could lend itself towards propaganda. Uh, it state, almost state media specifically does. Like, how could it not? Well, obviously, it's not doing that in uh, in the UK. Yeah, women on panel shows, you hear about this? No, what is it? Uh, the actress, 2009, Victoria Wood stated that the BBC panel shows were too male-dominated. So, February 2014, TV execs said that would be no longer all-male comedy panel shows on the BBC, and shows must contain women. Yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. The journalist, uh, somebody, Caitlin Moran, referred to tokenism already existing on such shows. Blah 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 blah. So you know, I about that. I don't understand how women stand for that. If I was a woman and I got cast for a show or I got hired for a job, I would want to know that it's because I was the most qualified candidate, male or female. If I'm a woman and this law exists or mm-hmm. this uh, this stipulation exists that they have to have a certain number of women on a on a cast or as a, a show yeah. or staffed at a at an agency or whatever it is. 
I would feel insecure about my talents and abilities if this stipulation existed. I would I would always in the back of my mind wonder whether or not I was hired because I was qualified or whether or not I was hired because I have a fucking vagina. Yeah. I don't want to think that. I don't want to ever think that. And I think it's condescending towards women. This is a total unrelated thing, but it's I think not that's unrelated. super con- condescending. Well, yeah, the BBC is employing this, but it's not uh, unique to the BBC. However... If they weren't being funded by your fucking television, you go, bloop. You CNN pulls that, switch over to Fox News. Switch over to any other network, and the network that's doing shit you don't like fades away. BBC, always going to be there. They never need to work for that money. They don't need to make you happy. They could could say it's 50% women. That's what we're doing. Doesn't matter. Fuck you. You got to pay for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. You're making the case that uh, that this mandatory, this tax isn't mandatory because you don't have to own a TV. Well, I think the idea that you don't have to own a TV yeah. and that by owning a TV, you have to support a network that you don't necessarily agree with yeah. is as um, totalitarian as you can get on TV. Uh, if, 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 if the choice is between not owning a television yeah. and supporting an organization whose ideals and goals you necessarily don't agree with if those are your only two fucking options that's like that's basically give me liberty or give me tv death <laughs> yeah um yeah man i don't know this uh this is a mixed bag i think that uh you think that's, that's a mixed bag what if they were doing it with books or websites what the bbc what part of that money goes to funding websites what if they had uh, a, a Maddox ripoff yeah. website. Yeah. Just a bunch of ripoffs of your articles that yeah. that basically said the opposite, but by owning a computer, you have to pay for this anti-Maddox website. Yeah, I mean, we kind of do, don't we? Don't we all uh, kind of subsidize uh, the internet just by paying taxes? Don't we all subsidize that infrastructure, uh, the roads? On some level, the roads are the way that uh, commerce happens, and and uh, uh, telephone poles with uh, with fiber lines are installed because they're able to communicate. And, and uh, But they're not creating comedy websites that compete with you or that refute you. They're yeah. not making you pay for your own demise. Uh, who is the BBC competing with? Um, Channel Four, I think Sky One is. Well, well, Sky One's yeah, Sky One's private, and that's that's what uh, Rupert Murdoch's thing, right? Yeah, and that's that's the competition. So yeah. they have to compete. They have to compete. You know, like normal, like we're all equal and we're competing to get your views, mm-hmm. and they have to compete against every single person in the country funding their competition. That would be like you competing with vi- your videos, competing with someone who has a budget that's covered by everyone in America. Uh, yeah, but I do, Dick, because PBS has videos on YouTube, and so does a lot of uh, non- nonprofit organizations. This isn't my PBS episode. Yeah. This is my BBC yeah. episode. I'm, I'm sure BBC has a YouTube channel, too. I'm competing with not just BBC and PBS, but I'm uh, I'm competing with... Uh, who uh, Viacom? I'm competing with Viacom, and I'm com- competing with NBC Universal, and I'm yeah, competing not, with ABC. They're not, manda- they're not funded by people having to pay TV licensing fees. Yeah, they're enforced by the government. Do you not? You, you just don't care about people showing up at your door Sounds charging like- <laughs> you for your TV? Dick, I just view it as a tax, and we pay taxes for lots of things. If so you want to abolish it. taxes, if you want to abolish taxes, uh, that's a different argument. But it sounds like a libertarian agenda again. This sounds like. Well, uh, we don't want uh, any kind of government uh, you, ju- you can't see past labeling it as a libertarian agenda, that the BBC is, like, is designed to be corrupt. 
Uh, okay, maybe. Uh, no, I don't think it's designed to be corrupt. I think they have good intentions, and that's why I think it's more likely. Well, in- good you, intentions. You, but you agreed, Dick, that uh, that it's more likely to get, you're more likely to get a balanced news story coming from the BBC than say Fox News, MSNBC, or CNN, right? CNN, I don't know. CNN, Fox awful. News, I would say is not even designed to be like a news organization. No, but CNN, CNN are whores. They will do anything for the dollar. They don't care. They're just, they're just going after ratings. They will hire someone right wing. They will, they will hire someone left wing. They put Nancy Grace. They give Nancy Grace a platform on their, on their network. Well, then, yeah, I, I, then obviously not. Um, if you're looking for the BBC, the BBC as a source of unbiased news, I don't think it needs to cost $5 billion. I don't see why they get to have programs like, Top Gear, for example, if they're just providing unbiased news. Yeah. It seems a little far out of their charter, doesn't it? It does. Seems like they could whack that fee down to yeah. like five dollars and still provide good unbiased news. But Dick, doesn't the very existence of a show like Top Gear kind of refute your whole argument against the BBC? Because a a show that you love and cherish more than anything on earth next to your family came out of this organization that you loathe. So it's possible that the BBC does some, some, some things right, and they greenlight some shows that you like. Well, they made that possible. They made a show like Top Gear possible. Yeah, you know, I, I wear Hugo Boss, too. Uh, they designed the Nazis uniforms. <laughs> yeah, Perhaps yeah. you're familiar oh, with I'm that. Oh, I'm familiar. Yeah, that doesn't mean I support Hitler. Well, it just means I like Hugo Boss. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. That's my problem. <laughs> all right. Um, you're not my- moved by that at all. To an extent, the the only argument that I felt like uh, held any weight there was the censorship argument. I am I am concerned about censorship. How about the Hutton report? What's the Hutton report? Um, Tony Blair came out and said weapons of mass destruction exist. They're like, uh oh, remember remember that? He's like uh, he's like the UK George W. Bush. I know who Tony Blair is. Okay, yeah. and then uh, now this is me not being very familiar with the report. Yeah, because. Uh, didn't happen here. Uh-huh. We got enough to keep track of. Right. But I believe one way to look at what happened was the government had an inquiry and decided that it was all the BBC's fault and that the government was not responsible for anything that happened. You can look it up. The Hutton Report, is this, the, is this different than the 10 Downing Street memo? I don't know. The 10 Downing Street memo was, was presented, I, I believe, by uh, Colin Powell, and it, was, it turned out it came from plagiarized sources, and it was intentionally... Uh, it was plagiarized from college papers that were written before Saddam Hussein's regime was even before the the, the first Gulf War, I believe, and it was a bunch of plagiarized information, blah blah blah. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that's a really interesting chapter in in history, uh, which I don't think either of us are researching. Pretty pretty to talk easy about right to now. get around government scandals when you can just blame it on the news. And what can they do? Because you're footing the tab no matter what. They can't go away. Yeah. Uh, there's there's an argument to be made for the BBC and one against. Uh, ah, all yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you haven't persuaded me. Uh, you haven't convinced me that it's a that it's a bad organization. I think that just by the virtue of the fact that they are more likely to produce a balanced news story than any other news organization. Yeah. Uh, is their saving grace? Well, then you should chuck in your two hundred and fifteen dollars for that because everybody in the UK has to pay for that. No, I'm not a UK member. I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, fuck them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if I gave you two hundred dollars to agree with me? Then would you see it my way? Because that's what they're faced with. I'll tell you. Oh no, I won't. I won't. All right. No. That's my that's my problem. I really fuck them for taking away my Top Gear. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God my brother-in-law really has Netflix. I can steal whenever when it comes out on Netflix. Yeah, I can of watch course it there. it's going to come out someplace else. Yeah, uh, another company that has 
No scruples about hiring someone who punches his own. You know what, man? Look, he's uh, he's he's uh, he's punished. He lost his job. What more do you want? I don't think this guy should be punished for the rest of his life. There, he's going to get a show on Netflix. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, you can be happy watching it on Netflix. Well, if it's the same. And you you won't even, you will deny the thanks that they deserve for even creating the show that you love so much. Jeremy Clarkson created that show. It yeah. existed before him and it sucked. Well, the the process, the, uh, what's what's the name? The, the, the mechanism to create a show like that, to make the show like that as successful as it was, and to fund it and to mm-hmm. produce it, existed because of the BBC, which you won't even acknowledge. Yeah, it's a BBC show. What, yeah. I have to acknowledge a fact? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you, won't, it, you won't acknowledge that this or this mechanism was responsible for creating this show, for no, allowing for allowing for for allowing a show like Top Gear to flourish. Uh, no, I don't agree with that. You don't. You don't no, yeah. I don't. Well, my problems, Vine Stars. <laughs> my problems, uh, the BBC. All right, don't forget to vote on these problems at thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com. Thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for supporting the show. Check out the bonus episode this week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Guys, love the show. Uh, Could you do me a huge favor and stop talking over Sean the moment you ask him for his fucking opinion, you (laughs) assholes? Thank you. And Dick, last thing. Not a big deal. Just go fuck yourself. (sighs) Yeah, not a big deal, Dick. Go fuck yourself. What do you think about that, Sean? You know, Sean, yeah. we don't really interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I do? You know what I do? What, what do you do, Sean? I, uh, <laughs> I jump on you guys kind of too much sometimes. I don't wait to start a sentence. No, not at That's all. That's true. You do jump on us way too much. I do that. Much. No, you, but sometimes Sean has to because the way we're arranged in the studio, we're not looking at each other necessarily. So sometimes we don't see if Sean needs to chime in. So he'll just have to like come in. And, yeah. and, uh, and uh, another thing, sometimes Sean Sean is busy doing his audio engineer stuff. So when we ask Sean a question, I'm we watching give him, the computer. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. We, we gave we give him a few seconds to to get his mic prepped up and everything to, uh, ready to go to talk. So sometimes that may come across as we're jumping on his lines. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Zach from North Carolina. I love what you do and everything, um, but I was listening to this episode. I didn't know that Utah had all those restrictions on alcohol, though being enlightened is such a fact makes it a lot more obvious why Maddox would fall for something as shitty as Fireball Thinman Whiskey. Mm. I wonder, 3.2 on the beer, can't sell wine in the stores, he must have saw Fireball Thinman Whiskey and shit a platinum fucking brick. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's all I had. Good comment, good show, all that. Um... Dick, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what, asshole. I I love spice. You got you guys can attest to this. I love spice. I love spicy things, and I I like cinnamon whiskey because yeah. it's cinnamon, and cinnamon is spice. I put spice in my coffee. I like spice all the time. Cinnamon is the best flavor. Yeah, I wonder what it tastes like to you. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah, it tastes incredible. I, it, I, it just tastes like dust to me. Like kind of sweet dust. I don't know. Did you Did you eat the wrong thing? What are you eating? Just cinnamon. Like, it's not that great. Gah! <laughs> Cinnamon's incredible. What are you talking about? Uh, I guess Stick so. to your smoky bullshit, buddy. All right. Hey, guys. My name is Nick Schweitzer, and this may be a long call, and I apologize in advance oh, for that. But I wanted fuck. to bring something up from a previous well, problematic brought up about people <laughs> yeah. who turn left. I cut it up a bit, You convinced too. me okay. that left turns long. are terrible. But then I hear Dick saying that he zones out driving sometimes, and I immediately think, that's really dangerous. 
I thought I misheard him, and then a few seconds later, he reiterates, I like to zone out while driving. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to be another generic guy who hates on Dick because I've been a fan of him for years, ever since he did the Mega 64 Marcus's Corner episode. That was the episode, end of the call. Because right? I've loved those guys for <laughs> yeah, years now. Yeah. where I found out about him. So it kind of hurts me to say this, but Dick... What the hell are you doing, man? Do you agree with this? He's you cannot go ahead and criticize Maddox for driving like a madman yeah, in a, a good point. samurai really? when yeah. you are zoning in and out. Zoning out while you're driving? about hairy packages. Yeah. I'm sure Maddox would agree that driving requires 100% attention, or at least 99% if you're trying to snort cinnamon fireball whiskey <laughs> on the dashboard or <laughs> stop the left turn because you weren't paying attention because you zoned out. Yeah, man. Bottom line, kids, and I guess I want to listeners while they're driving, make sure that driving is the number one thing on your mind, or oh, you'll be like PSA Dick. now. Keep up the great work, you guys. And Sean, you do an awesome job every week, <laughs> okay. and you deserve much more credit. Oh, man. All right. Thanks, guys. That's the cut version. Do you agree with that? I thought that was the best call we ever had. <laughs> okay, Sean, because he kissed your ass. Listen, I got, I, got a, I got a phrase for this guy. Three little words. Shorter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Zoning out is dangerous. It takes 100% attention when you're driving like a samurai. You can't be zoning off. You got to be paying attention 100% of the time. That's why I don't text when I drive. I don't talk to anybody when I drive. Girls hate it when I drive next to them. Uh, you know what? Except they're super impressed and they're horned up by the end of it. Whenever we go, they're all horned up ready for sex because they're so turned off by my driving skills. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think it's real easy to say it takes 100% of your concentration to drive. But uh, it just doesn't. Dick, I might. I have one hand on the horn. I have one hand hanging out the window, ready to flip people off and, and signal people to wave myself into traffic, wave out of traffic, wave people. Go on, get in the lane, get out of the lane. I'm. It's a full thing. It's a full contact sport for me, man. Like this guy doesn't just like sit at a light and just kind of wait for it to change. Like that doesn't take a hundred percent of your concentrating. You're Dick. sitting there, kind of like looking at a billboard or thinking about the podcast. You're like, oh, this car is moving. Time for me to move next. No. When I'm at a, when I'm at a red light, I'm looking at the at the oncoming traffic to see if that they're going to turn slow because there might be a, a lagger in the middle of the road. Yeah. He's not he's signaling, but he's not paying attention to the light turn yellow. Guess what? Next thing, the light turns green. You're pulling into the into traffic, and all of a sudden, this dipshit stuck in the middle. I'm ready to honk every single time. Then I'm looking at pedestrians walking because they might be lagging, walking across the road. Then I'm looking at the car in front of me to make sure that they're gonna go, and I'm yeah. ready to honk at them. And I'm looking at the car behind me, make sure they don't uh, jump the gun and rear end me. I'm ready 100% of the time, buddy. I'm so like let a, me, let me yeah. ask you something. When you're, I would say the most paying attention I ever do is when I'm arguing with a woman. Like when, I'm, when I've argued with a girlfriend, that's when I'm paying attention at 100%. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of shitty things to say. Sure. And thinking of like whether or not she's wrong. Yeah. Like how to prove this. I'm, and I'm listening for every single fuck up yeah. so I can throw it back in her face. Yeah. Do you think, would you agree with that? That, that, that that's when you're thinking 100% is when you're arguing with a significant other? I I I have never had to expend more than twelve percent of my effort to argue with somebody. <laughs> All right, well then, <laughs> I, then I, then I probably drive at about a twelve percent paying attention. And I spend a hundred percent when I'm arguing with a woman. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm I usually I rarely go above fifty percent. There's just not that much stuff to do when you when you're on the freeway. You can zone out. Uh, you can look for stuff that might be coming in, but then you can go back to Dick, zoning that's out. that's you. I, when I'm on the freeway, I am zigzagging in and out of fucking traffic. <laughs> I'm driving in the emergency lane if I have to. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm going around suckers left and right. I see a, a semi. Oh, shit. This guy's going to fucking turn, get in the left lane. He's going to get in the fast lane. I got to pass him up. I know he might fishtail. I better uh, be, be prepared for that. Uh, I predict. I, I prepare. I'm ready for anything, man. I think you've made my point. I got to pee. <laughs> 